Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, the presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry, Incorporated. I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast where we will endeavor to speak on two different subjects. The first subject is, is it important to know Greek and Hebrew when studying the Bible? The second part of this podcast will be talking about what language was the Bible written in. Let us go to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, from whom all blessings flow, we thank you this morning, Lord God, for allowing us to continue to breathe the breath of life and remain living souls. Father, we come today, Lord God, asking that you bless your people as they, Father God, listen to your word, Father, and that they may discern what you are saying to them by the Holy Spirit. Father, we bind the works of Satan, the works of the flesh. We bind the carnal mind, which is enmity against thee, and not subject to your law, and indeed cannot be. Father, we ask that you would take off this old creature and put on the new creature. Father, for you said, if a man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Father, we know the flesh cannot serve you, but we must serve you in spirit and in truth. Now, Father, as we go on in this podcast, we bind the Henry, his name is Satan, Beelzebub, Beal, Soothsayers, and Sorcerers, Witchcraft Workers, Voodoo Workers, we bind them all in Jesus' name. And Father, we ask that you would encamp your angels about us as we endeavor to, Father, defeat your people. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Is it important to know Greek and Hebrew when studying the Bible? Martin Luther, the great Protestant reformer, wrote the following in regard to the importance of understanding Greek and Hebrew when studying the Bible. The languages are a sheet in which the word sword of the spirit is contained. God's sovereignty chose to have his word written in Hebrew, the Old Testament, and Greek in the New Testament. Our modern English translations of the Bible are excellent. Most of the major English translations available today are superb rendering of the original Greek and Hebrew. However, in any translation, not everything that is communicated in the original language can be precisely conveyed in another language. Some nuisances do not transfer well from one language to another. As a result, a translation rarely is a perfect rendering of the original. This is one reason why the Amplified Version was published. An example of this is the aspect of the Greek verbs. English verbs have tests, past, present, and future. Greek verbs have these same tests, but they also have what is known as aspect. Present test Greek verbs mean more than the action is occurring presently. A Greek verb can also carry the meaning that the action is occurring continually and repeatedly. This is lost in the English unless the aspect word continually or repeatedly is added to the translation along with the verb.
a specific example of this is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Be filled with the Spirit. In the original Greek, this verb is telling us to continually be filled with the Spirit. It is not one-time event. It is a lifelong process. The aspect is lost in the English translation. With all that said, the Bible also makes it clear that the Spirit is the author of the Bible and that he will help us to understand his word. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, and John chapter 14, verse 26, reference this. You do not have to know Hebrew and Greek in order to understand the Bible. God's intended message for us is accurately communicated in English. If you have confidence that God can reveal the meaning of his word to you without your knowing Greek and Hebrew, perhaps this is a good analogy. Reading the Bible without knowing Greek and Hebrew is like watching a basic television. While reading the Bible, knowing Greek and Hebrew is like watching an 85 UHD 8K television with stereo surrounded sound. You can fully understand what is going on with the basic television, but the 8K, but the 85 UHD 8K television with stereo surround sound gives added depth and clarity. With the help of the Holy Spirit, anyone can actually understand the Bible in English. However, knowing Hebrew and Greek helps to better understand the nuance and the richness of the biblical text. I will find on that later after the second part of this podcast. In what language was the Bible written? The Old Testament is written primarily in Hebrew. It is commonly known as the biblical Hebrew because it is different from the modern Hebrew, just as an old English is different from the modern English. Because the time span from Genesis to Malachi is so great, there is even evidence of development within the language during that time span. Biblical Hebrew was similar to the language spoken by other people in the region at that time. And sometimes literature from the surrounding areas help us to understand the meaning of an ancient Hebrew word. Aromatic was the language of the Babylonian Empire. And as the Jews were exiled to Babylon, many of them started to use that language. Some portion of the of the book of Daniel were written in Aramaic. This might be expected as Daniel was an exile in Babylon. In the book of Ezra, there are transcriptions of several Babylonian court documents that were also written in Aramaic. During what is known as the extra-testamental period, the 400 years between the prophet Malachi and the birth of Christ, Greek became the language of the civilized world, primarily due to the conquest of Alexander the Great. During this time, the Old Testament was translated into Greek as a translation known as the Shribagate, 
which is abbreviated as LXX. The word stubbicate comes from the word 70 because it was reported that 70 scholars worked on the translation, thus the Roman numeral LXX. When the Old Testament is quoted in the New Testament, the majority of the quotations are taken from LXX rather than the Hebrew Bible. Most Gentile converts would have been unable to read Hebrew, but they would have much more access to LXX. During Jesus' time on earth, Aramaic was the language spoken in Israel. However, the Gospels were written in Greek. Therefore, with only a few exceptions, reference to Mark chapter 5, verse 41, Mark chapter 7, verse 34, and Matthew chapter 27, verse 46. The New Testament does not contain the exact words of Jesus. It contains an accurate Greek translation of them. The New Testament was written in Koine Greek, often simply referred as Koine. Koine means common. It was not the former academic classic Greek used by scholars of that of the day. It was the language of the common people. If you were not for if you were not for the New Testament, if it were not for the New Testament, I want to say that again, if it were not for the New Testament, there would be no study of Koine Greek today, simply because Koine was not used for important literary works. As is often the case, God chose to exalt that which is, was lowly, the Koine language, to the most important place of all. Some te New Testament authors wrote in a complex, beautiful style. Luke is one of them. And others give evidence of the Greek was not their first language. That's reference to Peter, the book of Peter. But, all, but they all wrote in Koine, Greek, the language of the commoners. Since the time the Bible was written, portions of it has been translated into thousands of languages and accurate Translation is just as much the word of God as the original. However, if a person wants to become seri a serious student of the word of God, some knowledge of Korean, Greek, and the biblical Hebrew would be helpful. Sisters and brothers, I come today to try to aspire on upon the difference in the translations and what they convey to the body of Christ. We know that in the word of God, there are many words in Greek and Arabic and Hebrew, as I just stated, and they all can convey many different understandings or convey many different meanings. We want to, a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people read the Bible, but they really don't understand it, nor can they apply the principles of the Bible and the Spirit of God with it if they don't be if it does not be revealed through God's Spirit. To know a language does not mean that you are perfect with God. To be able to understand these uh, original languages or the New English and modern ESV and all the other amplified Bibles and so forth, it does not mean that you cannot 
receive what God is saying to you because it's to translate it, but you got to realize you got to have the foundation as to what God is saying through the Holy Spirit. I come today, uh, I want to do an in-depth study on this shortly, but I would like to just convey this to you, that to study, to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, and rightly divide the word of truth. You've got to study this word. You've got to get an understanding of this word and that you may apply it in your life rightly with your neighbor, with yourself, with your congregation, with your community, or wherever you are in, at the present time. You must study. It is a work. It is a work. We all talk about the work of Christ, but do we really understand the work of Christ? Do we know what redemption will truly mean? Do we know what uh, repentance really means? Do we know the things that Jesus was saying to us? <clears throat> Some of it is written in English. Some of it is coming from the Aramaic. Some of it is coming from Hebrew, Greek. But yet they mean one thing. That he is the author and the finisher of our word faith. Because without faith, as I wrote the other day, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And we know that the letter, that was the last podcast, the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. It is the Holy Spirit that reveals the understanding and the principles and the purpose in which God wrote it, had it written. But you know that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable, profitable for doctrine, Reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness, that the man of God, mankind, may be thoroughly furnished into all good works until we all, so it's telling us we all not together, till we all come into unity and the fullness and the full stature of Christ. So we have a lot of work to do, sisters and brothers. We have a lot of studying to do, and we have to a lot. We have to ask God to redeem the time because some of us, we are late in life and we need to know the truth of the writings of God. May God bless you. May he smile upon you and may he give you peace.